that lets you save the look here. True form life. Green look on that starts with parenting and then that starts with taking the kids to the grocery store letting them make choices having the kids in with you with the kitchen like helping them make better choices welcome to exploring mind and body with drew tadia drew is an expert in nutrition fitness lifestyle and more and he wants to help you live a healthier longer and more active life now here's your host drew tadia Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. Good morning, everyone. How are we doing? Happy day. Happy day. <laughs> I just want to jump on here this morning and we're going to be talking about snacking for kids. Snacking and for kids, snacking for kids in particular, but for parents, what do you buy and why? I feel like this is a super important topic, one that comes up quite a bit because it's not particularly like it's not it's not just parents, for example, that have a hard time with this one. It's um, grandparents. Also, grandparents aren't really sure what to buy the their grandkids. And then on top of that, it's outside pressure, so social pressure, which I'm going to talk about here as well. So we got lots going on today. I feel like, first of all, it's important to mention that I don't have any judgment for what you do or how you choose to raise your child. I, I think that's the challenge, to be honest with you. That's what I might be focusing on. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I haven't talked about this topic in particular. I wanted to change it up. I said, what can I talk about that's different than what we usually talk about? And um, we have um, we have a, a lot of our audience. A lot of our audience is moms, is busy moms in particular. And, and that's not doesn't necessarily have to be just moms with little kids. You could have moms that have you. They may be 5, 10, 15 years old. You might have an 18-year-old. doesn't mean that you're excluded. And then many times, if you're not specifically raising a younger one yourself, you have grandchildren and it's the same deal. Like you're, you're busy and you're trying to figure out what to feed yourself, your spouse and your grandkids now instead of your own kids. So I feel like opening up our, our scope of um, our vision, I suppose, and making better choices, not only for ourselves, but for our kids. And here's the thing, like when we're raising a kid, like Ours is a year and a half and it's easily the most challenging thing we've ever done. And then you have like these outside, you have outside opinions, you have outside circumstances, like everyone is in their own path. Everyone's trying to figure out their own way. And when doing something so challenging, <laughs> everything weighs on you, like everyone else's opinion weighs on you or the commercials on TV, or if you're watching or if the kids, your kids are watching TV or iPads, like it's the whole societal struggle of what's best for your child. And, I, and I honestly, like, unless there's some obviously real harm there, I would say what you choose is best for them because that's how you're going to raise them. And like, if you're raising your child one way and someone else is raising their child another way, I'm not like, I don't think one's better than the other. I think that we choose what's best for ourselves. <laughs> Good morning. Speaking of 
So one of the challenges here is that often people will come to us when their kids are as early as 5, 10, 15 years old and they, and they want to make changes themselves for their health. So they want to know what they can do with the, for the kids because the kids are used to Fruit Loops and Gushers. But um, the, the challenge here is that the earlier you start them off, the better, the better off you're going to be. And I'm not saying it's too late for anyone. It's just more of a struggle the later you get them going because here's what we find that often is that mom in particular she wants to make some changes she's tired of being tired and miserable and um, run down so she wants to make some changes for her health she wants to make some changes for herself and then it's really difficult getting the kids on board and the spouse of course and the longer you wait to make that happen the more of a challenge it's going to be because they're like we're all set in our ways and if you look at like it's not just but it's not just you right like we could make the best choices for our health and for our child's health like we could do that but then you have to look at outside circumstances you could you could have to look at commercials on tv if they're watching tv <laughs> or those commercials are obviously influencing the parents to make different choices when you go to the grocery store the grocery store is built around marketing it's built around sales it's not built around health like most health food stores aren't even built around healthy products they're built around marketing and sales that's it so like everything that they, they do at the grocery store from putting the chocolate bars and magazines to the to by the t uh, by the checkout to what products go at eye level and the cost like that's all been researched and studied and they know what they're doing and that like their job is to sell more products and maybe rightly so like no one said that a grocery store store is supposed to be healthy like you go to the farmer's market for that or maybe you go to a better health food store not the and not not a pharmacy either so it's really dependent on where you decide to go and where your focus is because where your focus is energy goes right and I think it's important for us to understand that we have a choice and we decide what it is that we want to do. But with the, with the external influence, right? So when you're going to the grocery store, you know you're going to be marketed to whatever's on sale or whatever they want to sell more on because they put that on better, in better sections or better areas. But, but then, of course, you have the outside influence of friends, like friends want to do their thing or they're just your friends are just doing what they regularly do but now they're doing it around you and your kids and it's the same thing with food like that's not just like electronics is a a whole nother ball game same deal with electronics like we want to keep electronics away from our one and a half year old and that's not to say everyone should or everyone needs to that's just our opinion so without without tv phones tablets it's pretty difficult to get your family on board when they're used to having electronics in front of themselves all the time you bring them in front of a child and they still are going to want to be on their electronics because it's an addiction right i think we can all understand how that works but but when it comes to nutrition in particular you you have to understand like that's environment as well like everything is going to influence your kids and it doesn't have to be i'm not just talking about toddlers i'm talking about 10 15 15 year olds as well i had this friend and um he he says oh my daughter won't eat any greens <laughs> I said, when's the last time you ate any greens? And he just kind of shook his head because he doesn't eat, doesn't eat very healthy, doesn't eat green stuff, doesn't eat salads, and his daughter doesn't eat green salads. And I said, well, you're going to influence her positively or negatively or 
closer to greens or closer to box food. Same, another situation happened. I was peeling a mango and this, and my friend's uh, uh, ch- child wanted a, wanted a piece. And he's like, he's like, don't, he's like, you're not going to eat that. Um, you're not going to eat that mango. Just don't give it to her. You'll probably just end up throwing it away. Piece of it. And I was like, well, I'm going to, I'll give her, as if you, I said, if you don't mind, I'll give her a piece if she's asking for one. So I give her a piece and she loved it. She ended up eating half the mango, but he didn't eat any mango before. <laughs> So you have to understand that you are your child's strongest influence. And these are the things that they're either going to follow or avoid. And, and later on in life, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Like we'll get to that in another segment or another show. Like, cause people say, oh, well they do the opposite of me now. And that's more, more grown or more older children. Like, I feel like if we, it's our job and you think like we have, like we've had family or friends try to give our little guy sugar, like whatever it was, ice cream or cake or whatever. And we say, hey, we don't do that. Like we'd appreciate if you didn't give him any cake right now. <laughs> and I mean, that's, that's a struggle in its own rights, trying to get people to understand that that's not what we want or that's not what we choose. But people say, thank you guys for joining live. If you're watching this, um, you could be watching this live right now on our Facebook page. We're going to put this up on our podcast, which is called Exploring Mind and Body. So just audio version. You can check out all past shows on exploringmindandbody.com. And then um, this also is going to go up on our YouTube channel. So if you prefer YouTube at a later date, it's just at True Form Life. So, um, but what I'm saying there is that we, we have to understand that there's other influences, not just you as parents, but it's those that those people that you surround yourself with. And sometimes that's not exactly in alignment with what you want for your children, right? Like we understand and we get all types of comments, right? Because most of the world, like most of the world thinks that or, or believes in it. It's fine. Like they believe that um, children should have electronics at whatever age, as young as possible, right? And that's okay. I don't have any judgment. It's really, I feel like more people have judgment on us because it's like, oh, why wouldn't you? And then you get those comments like they're going to watch TV sometime in their life, right? Or you can't prevent them from watching TV forever. I'm like, all right. <laughs> but for, for us, it's the, it's the foundation. Like we want to give him a solid foundation of what life looks like without a TV phone or tablet for the first number of years, however long we can hold that. <laughs> um, same thing with, with sugar. It's like, Oh, you're not, you're not ever going to give him McDonald's. And I'm like, I don't remember the last time we had a McDonald's. I don't, it's probably been 10 years. So those are, that's the lifestyle that we live and and he's going to live that lifestyle as well, at least until he's out of the house. <laughs> if you want to live under this roof. <laughs> no, of course, like we're, so our job, like what, what we feel our job is to build a solid foundation and the education behind what we're doing. And, and the, the challenge with the whole sugar and end of it is that sugar is a drug and sugar is highly addictive and sugar actually affects your brain patterns. And you could see that across the board. You could talk to any teacher or around Halloween and ask them what sugar does to kids when they, when they're eating sugar and they bring candy from Halloween to school. Like it's bonkers. Kids are running around like crazy. And that's not something And in my opinion, you kids are loaded with, with sugar or they have fruit loops for breakfast and then they try to focus at school and then they're deemed ADD or ADHD or 
problem child because they can't sit there all the while they don't have any nutrients except sugar going through their body and of course that's extreme but that happens often and it's the same difference like when it's the same like when you're having you have maybe you have ice cream every night for dinner or cake or pie or whatever it is and then you try to put your your toddler or preteen to bed they're not going to sleep right like we don't sleep on that stuff it's the same thing with when we look at adults like across the board when we start to look at food journals and work with our clients individually we look at what they're eating in the evening. And a lot of times people say, I don't sleep. They go, okay, you're not sleeping. Let's look at your food patterns. Let's look at your habits in the evening. And, and from there, we can have a, a better idea of what your process looks like when you get ready for bed. And a lot of people are watching, like flipping through their newsfeed, which is, um, what's the word? It's like stimulating. So you're flipping through your newsfeed and often it's something that you're passionate about. So that gets your blood flowing or you get the emotions going. And that's not a great state to be in before bed. So that's number one. On top of that, most people snack in the evenings. And there's a number of reasons we snack. And I've, I've, I've dabbled about, I've dabbled this uh, this in the past we've talked about is cramming your calories in later in the evening or even like that processed food because we're bored or because we're used to uh, snacking in the evening often because we don't get the calories we need earlier in the day so we're snacking on highly processed food sugary um toxic and it's it's a stimulant so we're we're snacking in the evening right before bed we're either on the news feed or we're watching a some type of crazy movie that keeps our mind buzzing hours into the evening and then we say we don't sleep oh i don't sleep very well or we say i don't like i don't have energy to get up in the morning for a workout so i'm like okay let's hit let's hit the rewind button and check out what's happening in the evening and what's happening in the evening is exactly what's happening is what i just explained which is why you're not getting a good night's sleep which is why you don't have the energy you need um to get up earlier which is why you're not getting your workout in so it's all a pattern and, and it's a process it's not like one thing some people are like oh, i don't sleep i'm like okay why don't you sleep it's not just a default mode like we should be sleeping we should be sleeping well and we should be sleeping deeply i mean you could look at supplements of course we we're into supplements and you could look at lack of magnesium for example in your body most people feel a change almost instantly in their body when they start taking proper supplements but if you're filling your body with fast with fast food it's just it's just junk right like that's my opinion it's just junk like if you're watching tv all day long or all night long a lot of that's junk it's just commercials it's news it's things that we don't necessarily need to be seeing hearing or watching and then the food that we're putting in our body is junk we're hitting the pantry we're hitting cookies donuts crackers crackers are so hard to find clean like chips whatever it is so like we're consuming junk we're putting junk in our body then we don't sleep the night when we don't sleep that night so we don't have any energy and the thing is here is that it's the same for kids and i feel like they're more sensitive to these things and they're more like if you look at we turn the tv on we're staying at this place uh, for a month and we turn the tv on twice and he's never really seen a tv only at friends house or restaurants or whatever and he had like a full-blown meltdown because he wanted the tv on and we're like you've seen the tv up close twice in your life <laughs> In, in the two like in, in almost two years it's it's kind of crazy and um that's i mean that's an addiction and what's crazy is that they watch right they watch everything they listen to everything they're like a sponge like our little guy repeats 
almost everything we say. Like not not every word. He'll repeat um, if we say one or two words, he always repeats the second word. So they're always repeating. They're listening. They're absorbing. And like we and we don't treat them like they know, right? Like if you're sitting there eating a bag of chips, you think that they're not going to want that when they're of age, or if you're giving them that to them, how do you think that affects their body chemistry or their ability to to grow? For example, like we know that the better nutrients that we put in our bodies or our children's bodies, the better we perform and the better we function in general. And that's not just, I mean, I'm talking about mood and emotion. So you can talk about temper tantrums. You can talk about body chemistry. So their immune system, how quickly they heal, how they're growing. So I feel like it's a full picture that often we we don't consider, we set aside and we're like, oh, it's not such a big deal or it's just this one time or you can't keep them away from ice cream forever. Like, <laughs> obviously, but and for and for you to have those conversations as your kids get older and let them know why we stay away from certain foods or why we're consuming certain foods. Like Dorothy takes her little guy to the grocery store all the time. And we hear often that parents don't take their kids to the grocery store because they don't want to be there. They throw temper tantrums. They want everything, like whatever it is. But the earlier and or more often you take them, the more they know how to behave in a grocery store. And and, and that starts with us, right? Like I'm super Fortunate. Dorothy loves to just hang out at grocery stores <laughs> and cruise around and look at items and um, see what's at, see what's there. Most people want to run in, run in the grocery store and run out. They don't want to spend any time in there. But that's where things come from. Like that's where our food comes from. That's where our nutrients come from. That's how we fuel our bodies and our kids and our and our spouse. Like that's important to spend some extra time in the grocery store at least once in a while instead of running in and running out. I just had a friend actually. Um, what was that thing called where you can order online? We don't have it in Canada, at least not yet. But in in the U.S., obviously more people and more d- demand some type of grocery cart online. And it's just an app, and you um you fill it the the you fill it out online. You fill your cart out online, and if you spend like if you spend like fifty bucks or whatever, it's free delivery. So people aren't even going to the grocery store. Someone's just dropping off their groceries or items, <laughs> which is I mean, which is whatever. I don't like I said I don't, I don't I don't have any judgment. It's just challenging for you. Like, how are you going to go to the grocery store and understand how to buy certain items, like bananas or apples, for example? How do you understand how to read ingredients? It's really challenging with all of the convenience that there is in this world. <laughs> it doesn't make things a whole lot easier. So we have to continue to put in that effort. And I was just going back to the grocery store. I think that's a great tip to get your kids into the grocery store often and help them pick. Like once they're old enough, you give them a little list and you say, or you say, which apple do you want? Or do you want apples, oranges, or grapes this time? Whatever. Like let them have a choice. Let them have a voice because the sooner they... <laughs> I got a little guy's like a year and a half old and he picks his fruit. So he has a choice. And then Dorothy will say, here's three items. Which ones, which ones do you want? And he'll pick what he wants. And it's, it's crazy to think like they have an opinion at that young age, but like as adults, we have a really hard time making decisions across the board. Like we see that often with those in their health. They're like, oh, I don't know if I should be doing this. I don't know how to do that. I don't know when to do that. Like, and it's not just the lack of knowledge. I don't, I think lack of knowledge is a very small, small part of it. We have more lack of action and that's due to the inability to make decisions. So, and it's a muscle, I feel. The more decisions you make, the more you're able to make in the future. So if you start your little guys out as early as possible making decisions and help having them participate, they're going to be much better off in the long run learning how to make those decisions. And that's not just 
in the grocery store. That's in the kitchen, like you're in your kitchen as well. So our little guy, he helps load and unload the dish, dishwasher. Like I just, I think that's super valuable. I know it's it's, uh, it's a small thing, but it doesn't probably doesn't sound very significant. But he's per, he's actively participating with items around food. So he so at an early age, he's going to have a good relationship with food. And we work with a lot of people that don't have a very good relationship with food because of their upbringing or because of um, emotions around food or because of um, mindset around food in particular. Like some people are afraid of food or some people are a lot of people think that the more food they eat, the more weight they're going to gain. And that's not true. In most cases, we see lack of calories, lack of nutrients, which is why. So lack of calories, clean calories will increase or help you accumulate body fat, lack of calories, right? And that's really hard for a lot of people to understand, but we weren't taught any different earlier on. So what I'm saying is it's not your fault, but you can change that and you can teach your kids differently. Lack of nutrients causes digestive issues, lack of sleep, energy issues. So we have to have nutrient-dense calories so we can um, have a well-rounded diet. Um, and of course, diet, lack of a better term, we don't teach dieting, but it's a whole process. But I, I want you, I want you guys to understand that it's not, it's not your fault for the situation you're in, but it is our fault for not taking action and changing our situation or circumstance. So a lot of people sit in, in idle and they don't, they're not in growth. They're not trying to figure out if they're moving forward or backwards or left or right. Like you have to make a clear decision. And then whatever that looks like, you go and hire a coach to teach you how to to hit the grocery store or they you teach them teach you how to meal prep or you're in the kitchen and what do you like what are you doing like a lot of adults don't know so how do you teach your kids but it's the same thing that's why i said like our little guy helps with the dishwasher like it doesn't seem like very much but you use those that food um you use that food to or you use those utensils and plates silverware cookware you use that to make your food so if you're not sure how to use a pan or which pan to buy or how hot how high to put your heat on your pan or if you're using grass-fed butter or coconut oil in the pan like steaming or boiling vegetables like the more you're in the kitchen the better off that you're going to be and the better off that your kids are going to be if you're never in the kitchen how could you expect your kids to learn or ever want to be in the kitchen either and i'm thinking like they're i think of their future like what are you setting up them up for? like if you always make your kids lunch if you always do their laundry if you always make their food what's going to happen when they're grown adults they're just going to figure it out on their own it's going to be really challenging for them to figure it out because they're starting from ground zero they're, they're in college at 18 or 22 years old and maybe they move out and i don't i don't know if this is still the case but when we were younger it was like a thing like you graduated you got married you had you got you bought a house and you had kids and that was it and then i think i like this is probably a different subject, but our divorce rate has been very high. And I feel like it's because of that system, like that box that we feel like everyone needs to be in because that's what you do. That's what my cousin did. That's what my sister did. That's what my mom did or whatever. And it doesn't like it doesn't need to be like that, but we have to start earlier on. And we have to like you heard of, I don't know if you've got you guys heard about this, but when I was in college and university, it was like the freshman 10, the sophomore 15. And it was like it was because when kids got to university, they didn't know how to prepare food. And we were in the same like we were in the same situation. A lot of kids didn't know how to 
they didn't know how to do their laundry. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't know how to do your laundry? They didn't know how to cook, never been to the grocery store. And I thought to myself, like, what did your parents do? Like your parents did everything for you. And, and like, that's okay. Like I said, I don't have any judgment. It was just eye opening for me to be like, wow, that's a really tough road to go down to be an adult, a young adult and starting from scratch, trying to figure out how to buy groceries, cook your own food, wash your dishes. <laughs> wash your laundry, pay your bills. I, I, I literally, this happened. I had a roommate that didn't know how to write a check and I felt really bad for him. And like, we were young, we were early twenties, but no one taught him how to write a check. So we were paying rent with a check and he, we, we both put in our side, like each piece, <laughs> like I put in half, he put in half and he didn't know how to write a check. So I had to teach him how to write a check and he was 22 years old. And I just thought, my gosh, and something else happened. Oh, he didn't know how to budget. <laughs> And he had no idea how to budget. That's for another subject. I mean, I think it's really difficult for most adults to budget, but when it comes to kids in particular, like this guy was writing checks. It's my roommate. He was writing checks um, that he didn't have money for. And I don't think he knew he didn't have money for. And like, I don't think it was like trying to do something bad or wrong. He just didn't know that you need to have money in your bank account to write a check. Or you got to deposit, if, if you don't have money in the bank account, before you hand that check over, you got to put money in the bank account. Like it was just, all, it was just all, it, was, it was sad. Like I still think back and like, my gosh, like his parents must've taught him nothing. So he was bouncing checks. We, they actually, our power went out and I called the place and I said, what happened? Like, why'd the power went out? He said, oh, you only paid half. I'm like, what do you mean I paid half? He paid half. He put this in, I put that in. Like, no, no, that, that check bounced. So only half your payment came through and um, we, and we turned, so we turned the power off. This is your total to turn it back on. <laughs> but at least for me, like in my opinion, that starts with that, that starts with parenting. And then that starts with, like I said, having the kids and having the kids and taking the kids to the grocery store, having, letting them make choices, having the kids in with you with the kitchen, like helping them make better choices, right? Like you take them to the store and we call it the no choice choice, right? You have crackers an apple and a watermelon. And he says, I, and then, and then he says, I want the crackers. And you say, oh, actually you have a choice between watermelon or apple. <laughs> That's helping influence a better choice. <laughs> I'm just wrapping things up. Um, but again, just, I wanted to finish off with the kitchen is getting the kids involved in the kitchen, like getting them involved with meal prep and helping them understand. Like we teach adults how to meal prep and, um, which is fine. But if you, if you teach kids how to meal prep, then they'll understand at an early age. Right. And when we're in the kitchen, he's in the kitchen and he's, he sees us in the kitchen all the time because he's, they're sitting in the kitchen right now on the floor. <laughs> You know what I got to tell you, I was, I was proud of him. I was super proud of him yesterday. So he asks for, um, he's going to ask for it here as soon as I say that. So we have spirulina. Most of you guys know we take spirulina every day. We, we sell it. So we take green, uh, green tabs every day. So he asks for every day. He asks for greens because he can't, can you hear him? Because he can't say greens yet. But he, so he gets green tabs. Uh, we just give him one. We break it up sometimes too, because he's persistent or insistent. And then now he's he's asking for greens right now. And now, um, so he gets a spirulina tab. He used to get it in his milk and now he chews on the tab and his mouth gets all green. It's hilarious. And then on top of that, um, we have kombucha every morning. He's going to ask for it now. So every morning he asks booch. He can't say kombucha. So he says booch. So he asks for booch. So he had in one hand, he had a little green. Another hand, he had his uh, kombucha. And then he had a protein shake. We give him our, our vanilla protein. Beautiful ingredients. So he's having a, he's having protein shake. He's having spirulina greens. 
he's having kombucha and then he had some like chopped up oranges on his little bowl and i just thought like we're doing i think we're doing pretty good like i think we're doing pretty good if he's asking for a kombucha and he's having greens early on i still feel like if they have that solid foundation and they have those choices and like it's the conversation right like we have this conversation on a regular basis like it's around food around nutrition it's around exercise he watches dorothy and i both work out at different times of the day he's there with both of us working out i keep trying to get to this point but it doesn't seem to be happening. My, my last point I want to leave you with is the um, having them help out in the kitchen, whether that's, whether that's making pizza night for fun or sp making spaghetti. Obviously, you have to watch if they're like boiling water, but like spaghetti night's an easy night for them to participate and help out. And the thing is, is like, it's all, it's all a cycle, right? Like you have them at the grocery store making choices about food. They're going to want to be more involved. Like if they choose spaghetti, they're going to be want to be more involved in making that spaghetti because they got to, they had the opportunity to choose that. And then you have your meal and then they have the opportunity to help clean up and load the dishwasher. I just think it's a cycle that everyone could learn from um, that I'm hoping would be beneficial to you. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining live. If you are watching the replay, let us know in the comments. And then if you're watching the, um, if you're listening audio version only on Exploring Mind and Body, we appreciate that as well. Uh, last few words about our little black dress uh, gala coming up. Um, November 25th, save the date. We are gonna have a dinner dance. We got a DJ booked. We're gonna have a beautiful meal. We're gonna have a little celebration. We'll have some presentations. We'll have some speeches. It's about, this is for inspiration, excitement, fun. If you're in the lo uh, old local area, it's, um, we wanted to do something uh, so you didn't have to drive to do something. Most, in most cases, we have to drive to a bigger city to um, go out and have some fun. So if you guys are interested, more details are on the website, trueformlife.com. I'm out of here. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll catch you soon. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. You can always find us on facebook.com slash trueformlife. We post up there a couple times a day on our story. We're always trying to bring you more content around living a healthy lifestyle, whether that be nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. We also have free challenges that we do at least once a month. So if you follow us along there, you'll be able to join maybe a plank challenge or a squat challenge, Tabata challenge, whatever it may be we'd love to have you join us we're also on instagram.com slash drew tadia again we're posting up there a couple times a day along with our story all dedicated to keeping you fit and healthy and on track our main website is trueformlife.com if you want to check out some of our products some of our services or if you just want some great content from videos to blog posts and recipes and more we got all that at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.